Hey friend, welcome to Beyond the Booze. I'm your host, Victoria Plummer, daughter of the Most High, wife, boy mom, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I know that you are sick of wallowing in shame after another night of binge drinking. I know that you want to quit, but you can't imagine a life without alcohol. My mission is to set you free from the lies, fears, and habits that are keeping you stuck in a toxic relationship with alcohol. In this podcast, you'll learn about spiritual growth, personal development, healthy lifestyle habits, and recovery education so that you can start living a life you love. If you're ready to take your power back, grow in your faith, and live a more purposeful life, you are in the right place. Whip up your favorite mocktail. Let's do this. Hey friends, and welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I am going to read from The Woman at the Well, which is John chapter 4. Yes, I've skipped a few chapters, but um, today I am reading it again with what I feel like is like new eyes and just like a fresh spirit and with, you know, lots of coffee. And, and I really wanted to just share some things that were really um, insightful to me and, you know, meaningful to me. And I know that they're going to be meaningful and insightful for you as well. Um, so let's just go to God in prayer. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you that we have access to your word and thank you for um, just the people who have gone before us and have, you know, studied your word and, um, have inserted their, their wisdom into these application Bibles, um, so that we can go back and, um, deepen our learning and uh, deepen our walk with you, Lord. We just thank you so much, God. Jesus, we want to walk with you. We want to be your disciples. We want um, to have a radical relationship with you that is not religious, but is just is relational and um, just truly life-changing, truly an adventure with you, Lord. We just, um, we submit ourselves to you and we Thank you, and we just pray that you would just pour your spirit out and let us hear your word in a fresh, new way. Um, Give us insight, give us wisdom, and we just thank you so much. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, so we are hopping into John chapter 4, verse 1. When Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard he was making and baptizing more disciples than John, Though Jesus himself was not baptizing, but his disciples were, he left Judea and went again to Galilee. He had to travel through Samaria. So he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the property that Jacob had given his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, worn out from his journey, sat down at the well. It was about noon. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Give me a drink, Jesus said to her, because his disciples had gone into town to buy food. How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? She asked him. For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. And I'm going to pause there because I wanted to read some of the commentary about this. 
Um, and just in case you aren't very familiar with uh, the story of the woman at the well, um, I'm definitely going to just share some of the insights that I have um, and that I think is really interesting. Um, and just side note, I'm actually reading from a different Bible translation today um, because I don't have my regular Bible with me. Um, I'm actually reading from Tony Evans. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but I mean, I would assume you may, you should, you might be because he's, you know, pretty, um, famous, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, this is the Tony Evans study Bible. Um, or what I wanted to share was like a few things that stood out to me, right? The first thing that stood out to me was that Jesus was worn out from his journey. And so he sat down at the well. And this for me is just such a picture of like, what I'm supposed to do when I'm worn out, like I'm supposed to sit at the well, with which for me, the well is Jesus. And so I just really love that, just that um, picture of what we're to do when we're worn out from our journey to sit down at the well. Um, the other thing I wanted to share was that, you know, it says that it was about noon and a woman of Samaria came to draw water. I'm going to read the commentary here. So it says, This is um, verse 7, by the way. Typically, people wouldn't draw water during the heat of the day. Verse 6 says that the encounter took place about noon. So why would she arrive at a time when no one would be around? The woman was of questionable character. Importantly, Jesus' willingness to engage her socially by drinking water from her cup opened the door for him to reach her spiritually. We too should seek to connect with different people as we share with them the good news of the gospel. So yeah, I mean, what I imagine is that for some reason she is ashamed and that she doesn't want to be seen by the people in her town. Um, So she's going at noon when no one's there. Um, So I, I, you know, I think that's a good reminder just to like make the story more real is like, this is, this is where she's like in shame, you know, like she's going to the well at noon where there's no, when there's no one going to, when no one will be there. Um, the other thing was I was actually researching a little bit. Well, it says it in the commentary, but so, you know, she says, how is it that you, a Jew, Jesus being a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a Samaritan woman for Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Um, So there's some commentary in here, and it says that don't miss that Jesus had to travel through Samaria. Typically, Orthodox Jews sought to avoid contact with Samaritans. So Jesus was taking a stance against that racist practice. The The Jews disliked the Samaritans, considering them unclean. Originally, the name Samaria applied to the capital city of the northern kingdom of Israel, But eventually, the entire northern kingdom was referred to by this name. When the Assyrians conquered them, they deported many Israelites, Israelites, but left others in the land. Then the Assyrians settled other conquered peoples there, who intermarried with the remaining Israelites. This mixture of people also involved the worship of various false gods. The Samaritans of Jesus' day were their descendants. 
a people of mixed ancestry and syncretistic religious practices. Thus, the Jews despise them. Um, and so I had to look up what that syncretistic meant. <laughs> syncretistic, hopefully I'm saying that right. Syncretistic religious practices is kind of like our version of kind of like new age Christians um, where they're kind of practicing some new age like or idolatry and mixing it in with uh, Christianity, right? Um, so that's that's what I envision that that that's saying is that that that's what the Samaritans practices were. All right, so let's hop back into the text. So it says in verse 10, Jesus answered, if you knew the gift of God and who is saying to you, give me a drink, you would ask him and he would give you living water. Sir, the woman said, you don't even have a bucket and the well is deep. So where do you get this living water? You aren't greater than our father Jacob, are you? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and livestock. Jesus said, Everyone who drinks from this water will get thirsty again. But whoever drinks from the water that I will give them will never get thirsty again. In fact, the water I will give him will become a well of water springing up in him for eternal life. Sir, the woman said to him, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and come here to draw water. Go, call your husband, he told her, and come back here. I don't have a husband, she answered. You have correctly said I don't have a husband, Jesus said. For you have had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have said is true. Sir, the woman replied, I see that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews say that the place of worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus told her, Believe me, woman, an hour is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, because salvation is from the Jews. But an hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Yes, the Father wants such people to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and in truth. The woman said to Him, I know that the Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Jesus told her, I, the one speaking to you, am he. So I just want to go back and highlight a few things. Um, so first off, I love on verse 13 where he said, Everyone who drinks from this water will get thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water that I will give him will never get thirsty again. In fact, the water I will give him will become a well of water springing up in him for eternal life. Um, I really love this because sometimes, you know, I feel like I'm still thirsty, you know, even though I have a relationship with Jesus, I'm still thirsty. But what I love is he says, the water I will give him will become a well of water springing up in him for eternal life. 
<clears throat> so I'm thinking his water, the water being his spirit, um, it's going to become a well of water. So it's not complete yet, right? Like we still are, it's, it's a process, you know? So I, I love that. Um, just because it lets me know I'm not missing something. <laughs> it's, it's still in process of, you know, becoming a well of water. Um, and then I also loved just, you know, he's talking about water and then, you know, she's like, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to come back here and draw water. And he tells her, go call your husband. And then, you know, he mentioned, tells her that, you know, she's had five husbands and the husband that she now has is not her husband. And, you know, sometimes we can see that as almost like kind of harsh, but, as I'm reading it now, I'm like, oh, you know, like that's the water that she was drinking from. Like she was drinking from the well of men thinking that a man will satisfy her soul. Like a man will fix her problems. Like, um, that having the right husband will make everything okay. And Jesus is saying that that well will never satisfy the thirst that you have. And I love that because I am the woman at the well, you know, like I haven't been married five times, <laughs> but I definitely, you know, before, um, having a relationship with Jesus, I was definitely seeking that, um, fulfillment, um, seeking like completeness through relationships with men, you know, and it definitely never satisfied. So I love that because I'm like, yes, I hear you. I am you. <laughs> Um, this woman at the well and you know yeah he's talking about the water if you drink this water you'll get thirsty again like yes if you try to drink the water of like finding a new husband you're gonna get thirsty again because that is never gonna satisfy um and then let's see I mean I think that was like the main thing that I wanted to point out was just that yeah like he's showing her that this this well that she's been drinking from is yeah she's gonna get thirsty again um and and then man it actually kind of choked me up like the part about um an hour is coming and is now here when the true the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit Oh gosh, and in truth, I don't know why. Um, I don't know why that makes me so emotional. Um, perhaps it's because, you know, I feel like there's been definitely like some revival in the world and, you know, it, it feels like something new is going on and like, you know, one of the other things that, you know, convicted me to get sober was like, you know, there's a lot of scriptures where it's talking about, um, you know, when Jesus comes back, it's going to come like a thief in the night. Like, we don't know when that's going to happen. And, you know, we want to be found like of sober mind. We want to be found like ready for his return, you know, like, and so that's kind of like a, a reminder of that, 
Yeah, like that's what he's seeking true worshipers. And I know that like we all want to be that. And so I'm going to read the commentary um, just to see what it says. And then I'm going to close this out because I do have to, um, I do have to go. So yeah, so let's see. I'm going to read the commentary for verse 23 through 24. It says, to worship the Father in spirit is to have a heart that is in pursuit of an intimate spiritual relationship with the God who is spirit. To worship God in truth is to worship him in a biblically accurate way through the one who is the truth. God is on the hunt for those who will worship him spiritually through Jesus Christ based on the truth of his word. So I'm going to stop there and I hope that this was really encouraging to you and just um, spoke to you in a new way. And, you know, if you haven't read this, um, the story of the Samaritan woman, you know, the really cool thing is um, the woman goes back to her village and she tells everyone what Jesus did for her and, you know, that he, she's like, could this be the Messiah? And so there's some people who believed in Jesus because of her testimony. And, you know, that's an encouragement for us that, you know, people are going to believe because of our testimony, but, you know, some still didn't believe and that's okay. But then they went and sought Jesus for themselves and then they became believers. Um, so it's a really encouraging story. If you haven't read it, um, I've heard it preached on and like I've read it so many times like I love this story um so I can't imagine <laughs> that you haven't heard it but um hopefully you enjoyed hearing it again because it's such a good message um so anyways I hope that you have a great day and I will talk to you in the next episode bye-bye